Welcome to The Scrumptious Woman with Juliet Caraman. This is a sacred space where we embark on a profound journey, reinventing the most intimate relationship in life, the relationship with yourself. We look within, uncover and reclaim the territories of relationships, intimacy, sensuality, kink, spirituality, embodiment, communication, parenthood, and grief. Through this podcast, we challenge ingrained beliefs and address taboo subjects. Awareness truly is the first step towards self-love. Welcome once again to The Scrumptious Woman, and get ready for an adventure as we dive deep into your essence. Together, we will receive, reveal, rewire, and restore the secrets to living a more scrumptious life. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hello, my lovelies. Today, I really wanted to talk to you about what I mean with living a scrumptious life. I'm your host, Juliette Caraman, and we are on the Scrumptious Woman podcast. So what I mean by scrumptiousness, because a lot of people ask me, like, what do you mean by scrumptiousness? So for me, it is that orgasm, that life chi, that that chi, that life force that we all have running through us, but that in some way or another that we lost access to. So this, I like to compare it to when uh, when we were little babies, right? When we were born, we were perfectly born with no hangups about anything. And we knew that if we wanted to eat, we'd cry. If we wanted our nappy, our, our diaper change, we would probably cry. If we wanted touch, if we, we needed something, we would cry. Now, a baby is not afraid to cry. If you, you look at nature, a flower is not afraid to, to, to grow. But we as humans have gotten, have picked up so many imprints that you know, a way that someone looked at us, a way that someone might have told us off about something that we soak this up. And especially little baby, babies up to the age of two really soak up all the imprints and all the, the ways that people act around us. So this might be societal. You'll pick this up from your parents. You'll pick this up from your siblings. And once you start picking all of this up, you start armoring yourself, right? And then if we really feel back at what, what is our essence, what is that true being that we are, that is our scrumptiousness. That is the life that we can get back to, that beauty, the, the finding joy in every single moment in your life. And that might be massively triggering for some people. There might be a lot of grief and then you're like, but, you know, I can't show my grief or I can't show that I'm having a bad day. I have to always act a certain way. So how I want to kind of present this to you a little bit is by telling you a story, because that is one of the best ways of explaining things. And then I might take you through a practice so that you can actually really feel what it feels like to have a scrumptious life where you can have a little indication of what it is like for you, because I'd like this podcast to be really experimental. You experience your feelings. You really go deep into them. So <laughs> I am originally Dutch and um, 
uh, I'm a mother of four kids. Those of you that might know me, you know, might already know this. My kids are in their early 20s. Um, I live in the UK. I've been here for 20 odd years. And the last five years have been pretty intense. You know, there's been a lot of grief. My sister passed away really quickly and I helped helped her with transitioning and um, the year afterwards my father and then six months after that my mother committed euthanasia so I helped her pass over. And why I'm telling you is that yes I have a lot of qualifications but they only tell part of the story and the other part of the story is really living a life fully lived, real well lived and that is also where you bring up you take all these experiences and where you infuse them in yourself and you really become embodied. So not only was that going on, but I had to bring up my four kids. I had to travel up and down to Holland, to Belgium a lot. I didn't have to, but I wanted to. Let's let's correct the language there. And through it all, I was leading a conscious sexuality movement. And you know that moment when you know that there's a change and you've actually had enough. You've just like, okay, this is it. Well, I've had that a few times in my life and I could actually feel it viscerally. So that means feeling it in your body. Part of my, how I got to where I am is that I hit rock bottom, that my health became so bad because of overgiving, because of constantly and the conditioning that we're in to overgive to others, to especially as a woman and as a, as a wife and as a mother, you're conditioned to help your children, to make sure that their life is as best as you can provide. But somewhere along the way, I had forgotten that I actually needed to take care of myself. So had a beautiful life multiple houses here, there, and yet there was a part of me that just felt like, hmm, there's something missing. Oftentimes, this is the midlife crisis, or what people say, it's in your midlife. That is when you have built up enough security. You know, you've ticked the boxes, you've gone to university, you have probably started a career, you've had your, your kids, maybe you've bought your house, or you're in securing loving relationship married or not married so you've ticked all these boxes and then there's that next layer right if you think about um Paslov's um pyramid you know all those needs those basic needs have been ticked off and then it's you get to the place where it's like oh there's something else here my connection to spirituality my connection to myself my connection to my body and this is the part where Often people start looking outside themselves to change, right? What can I change on the outside so it will have me feeling better on the inside? So I um, divorced my husband because of a moment that the way he responded to one of my sons and I actually had a visceral reaction that like, no, you cannot act. You cannot um, speak to him this way. And we got into a fight and it was over nothing like most things are. But over the years, you can sometimes grow apart. Anyway, we are massively good friends. We still get along. We we holiday together. We uh, we entertain together. We're there for the kids together. It's It's been a beautiful, conscious 
breakup with conscious uncoupling. I still ran a pattern because this is what we do, right? We run patterns. We are ingrained in certain patterns because of the way our parents used to be, because of what we've taught, been taught through school, through the communities that we hang out in. So I immediately hooked up with a man who had three children. So together we made this house with eight bedrooms, seven different schools, seven different holidays. It was like running an army. And my body was trying to get me to notice it and to pay attention. And you know what? If you're busy, you probably have maybe experienced this, but that your body, you know, if you don't listen, if it's whispering, then it's going to scream. It's going to get louder and louder and louder and louder until you cannot do anything else but stop. So that was me. My body at one point stopped. I started fainting. I spent nine months in and out of hospital because I couldn't walk unaided for more than half a meter without one of my kids, without my partner, without anyone, without you know, extra help. Otherwise, I would just pass out. And this has happened to me multiple times in the middle of London of a busy market. And it was kind of scary. And here it goes, this really independent woman. And all of a sudden, I couldn't do anything anymore. So screech to rock bottom and breathe. And I remember sitting on the sofa just thinking, wow, what happened? And there's this one moment that I remember and I write about in my book, um, Feel Fully You, that you know, I'm, I'm still writing, but it should be, it should be um, launched probably this year or, or beginning next year. But I remember fainting on the half landing of my stairs and I wake up in this pool of blood and there's blood all around me and I look at my, my wrist and there's a massive cut. And what happened is that I passed out and we had this beautiful vase with um, big Chinese white and blue vase with um, silk flowers in it. And I fell on it and I cut my wrist. And I just remember waking up, everything around me started spinning. And I'm like, wow, is this really it? And... Not everyone needs to go to that rock bottom for things to change. But I, that was really the time that I was like, okay, something's got to change. And from there on, it was actually a really quick trajectory to learn about myself and to really step much deeper into personal development, recognize where I may not have had any boundaries, where I may have overgiven definitely overgave and was completely empty. You might have heard this in, in personal development, in the coaching world. People talk about you cannot give from an empty cup. And that's super, super real because if you think about it, you know, if you think about it with a cup or, or a glass, you pour water in it and then you can pour that same water out to water the plants, say for instance. But if you pour nothing into it and you're going to try and water those plants, there's nothing there. <laughs> you know, you can't actually. So it's if you think about our phones, they need charging, right? 
need to reboot your, your computer from time to time. It needs charging as well. But if we think about ourselves, we often don't charge ourselves up. So that is what I mean with scrumptious living. So I want you to just take a moment because that was a lot to digest and through storytelling, I transmit certain codes so that you can actually start feeling in your body. And I want you to just tap into yourself right now. If you can, if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, go ahead and close your eyes. If you're driving, please do not close your eyes. But I'm going to teach you a little technique that I've taught most of my clients and my people that I've worked with over the last, gosh, 10 years or so. And I want you just to take a breath in through your nose. So inhale through your nose. Hold it on top. And then exhale through your mouth. And again, inhaling through your nose. And exhaling through your mouth. Now you may notice that there are any thoughts that are coming up. So I want you just to go ahead and name whatever thought came up. And it could be like, oh my God, I don't have time for this. Whatever that thought is, or it's like, ooh, that actually, I notice where my breath is a bit stuck. So just go ahead and voice it because when we voice something, we actually move through it. Then is an image coming up? Is there an image in front of you? Is anything coming up? You don't have to force it, but if it is, just go ahead and name that again or feel that, experience that image, see it. And then notice if there's an emotion that's coming up. Is there any sadness? Do you feel annoyed? Do you feel joy? Whatever it is, go ahead and experience that emotion. And now I want you to check in with your body again and pick one body part, focus on one part, and then see is there any movement? Does it have a certain temperature? Is it cold? Is it warm? Is it static? Is it moving? Take a breath again in through your nose. Out through your mouth. And there you go. Now a new layer of content. We call this content might have come up. But you're more aware of what's happening in your body. So I call this body reveals, the last part that I did with you, the body sensations, focusing in on one part of your body, noticing the temperature, the pressure, uh, what's the texture like. And once you share this with someone that you're close to, because instead of saying, hey, how are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm okay. I'm fine. You don't really understand what they're saying, but if 
your partner next time says, you know, if you ask them, hey, how are you doing? And you're like, well, I'm doing okay. I think I'm, there's a few emotions coming up, but what I'm feeling right now is that there's a bit of a pressure on my chest. It feels a bit cold and there's jagged edges. And I don't want to name it, but it just feels like that's coming up and it's a bit heavy in my system. Now, he or she will definitely understand what that feels like in their body. But yet we're not taught to do this. So this is what I will go into in my next sessions is what is intimacy and how can you actually create more intimacy with each other? So do this exercise, set a timer twice a day for 90 seconds and notice how much more aware you become of your own body sensations, of your own emotions, of your thoughts and of your images. And these four elements make up any experience. So we can really boil it down to that four elements will bring up any experience. And the only way to move through an experience, and I work with a lot of people that have um, experienced a lot of intense experiences and trauma, but the only way to really move through them is to actually feel them. Right. And by feeling is what we just did this exercise right now. So that, my loves, is the start of how you can bring in a more scrumptious life. So I'd love you to just take a moment, take away and, and see what you took away from this. What is one thing that you learned? What's an insight you got about yourself? What's a learning yeah, it could be something positive. It could be something like, oh, I know I don't like that. I don't like actually going into my body and, and stay curious because this is what life is all about. We are pattern making machines. And as soon as we can start to unveil our patterns, that is where the beauty is. Because honestly, awareness is the first step towards self-love. That, my loves, is it for today. Hope to see you in the next session. Thank you for joining the Scrumptious Woman podcast. I appreciate you being here as time is your most precious commodity. If you enjoyed these insights, please hit the like and subscribe button. By doing so, you'll stay connected. Visit feelfullyyou.com for a wealth of resources, tools and guidance to support your journey towards living a more scrumptious life. Follow me on Instagram under the handle Juliet Caraman, French spelling with double T-E, Caraman, K-A-R-A-M-A-N. Facebook, again, Juliet Caraman. Now don't keep this magic to yourself, but share this podcast with anyone who you feel will benefit from this energetic exploration. Spread the wisdom, ignite their inner fire, and empower them to embrace their true selves. Together, let's create this ripple effect of transformation and inspire others to embark on their own journey of self-discovery. Thank you for being part of our vibrant community. Stay fully you and continue to radiate your unique essence in all that you do.